And welcome to the Johnson and Wales Pridecast. Uh, this is a show where we discuss topics relating to the LGBTQ community. I'm your host and Pride Alliance President Julia, and today we're going to talk about pronouns with some amazing Pride Alliance members. We'll cover the basics of why it's important to use someone's proper pronouns and how to do so, how to recover when you make a mistake, the concept of neo pronouns, and our own stories and experiences. Be sure to listen to the end for some helpful and easy to use resources. Today, I'm joined by Pride Alliance members, Jack, Mo, Nat, and Simon. Thanks so much for being here, everybody. Um, thank you for having us. Um, uh, first, uh, I'm Jack. Um, I go by he, him pronouns, um, but if I am also fine with it, with they, them, if, if anybody wants to. Um, I'm glad to be here. This is my first year in Pride Alliance, and I'm, you know, like I said, it's glad to be here. Um, I'm Mo. I use they, them pronouns. Uh, it's also my first year in Pride Alliance. It's my first year at JWU as well. Um, I'm just excited to hang out and be here. Hi, I'm Natalie. I use she, her, or they, them, pronouns, whatever floats your boat. Um, it's my first year in Pride. I tried to join last year, but could not make any of the meetings. But, you know, I'm, I'm a sophomore, and I'm kind of just happy to be here and to lend my voice to whatever this is. <laughs> um, hi, my name is Simon. I use he, him pronouns. And if I remember correctly, this is my Third, third year in Pride Alliance. I'm uh, a junior currently, so that would make three, and I'm very excited. Awesome. Well, thank you all for being here again. I'm very glad to have you. And I just want to say, uh, give a shout out to JWU Live. So this Pride Alliance podcast is a collaborative effort with JWU Live, the Johnson & Mouse Providence student-run radio station. Be sure to check out the other shows that JWU students create and give them a follow on Instagram at Radio JWU. So today we're talking about pronouns. Yesterday was actually International Pronoun Day, so it's a good and relevant time. I mean, it's always a good and relevant time to learn about pronouns and how to respect people and their identities. So I guess we should start off with talking about what are pronouns because sometimes you bring that up and people, uh, people don't understand and that's okay because it's a concept that sometimes we don't even think about as English speakers. Uh, you know, that's something we learned back in elementary school and then you just forget about it. So does anyone want to share what they feel like a pronoun is to them? Uh, if I can start off, um, you know, me personally, um, I'm not really connected to, to any pronouns, but how I feel with other people I've talked to, it kind of a pronoun is something that you can use to identify um, yourself as, and it's really a way to validate yourself and and your your own feelings. My, in my opinion, I agree. Um, I I think that pronouns are like Jack said, um, a way to identify yourself, but also. Like, say, if your friends are talking about you, like, discussing whatever about you, that's, that's how you want to be referred to by them instead of, like, whatever they think they should. So I think pronouns are very personal, but at the same time, it's sort of disconnected from how you're referred to by somebody who's speaking to you. Yeah, I get what you mean. Like, pronouns are like meant to like confirm 
like your personal identity like you need to find the ones that make you feel happy inside and not just like eh. you know like you gotta feel happy exactly no one wants to feel eh. <laughs> yeah I, I definitely agree with Simon um I feel like well I agree with everybody I feel like pronouns are something that um kind of the reason that at least I use them and I know a lot of my my friends who have changed their pronouns use them is it's to better fit how they feel um as opposed to the sex that they were assigned at birth uh which is a whole other thing um yeah (laughs) we'll get into that soon some basic terminology but just from an english language standpoint so pronouns are just simply the words that you would like others to use for you in place of your proper name so for example my name is julia i use they them pronouns so pronouns are what say if Jack and Mo were talking about me, Jack would say, oh, Julia went to the store. They got their book at the store and they're going to keep it all for themselves. So you can see in that sentence, you know, where the pronouns are. And some people use specific pronouns. It confirms their identity. And some people don't really have a preference or don't really feel a connection like Nat and Jack brought up, which is also important to note. Everyone feels a little different about it, but you know, it's just how our language works. And it can be a part of your gender expression and confirm the way that you feel. And it's important to note that there's no specific male or female pronouns because all pronouns could potentially be used for any gender if it's just an extension of our expression of ourselves. So Mo, you brought up a good point, uh, sex assigned at birth. I think we should talk a little bit about maybe what that means and, and some basic language around pronouns. Do you want to tell us what sex assigned at birth means to you? Um, yeah, sure. So for me, um, how I kind of define sex assigned at birth, uh, especially to people who don't necessarily understand it, it's how your like biological body was created. Um, so if you were born, it is to sum it all up really it's what like hormones genitals and things like that your body naturally has now transgender people can go on like hormone blockers and all of this stuff to help them to help their body become more like the gender that they actually identify with um but sex assigned at birth is what kind of biologically your body is and while it's not necessarily important when you're talking to someone and presenting to someone, sex assigned at birth is still important for like medical personnel and things like that. Um, But outside of the medical worlds, sex assigned at birth is not exactly the most important thing um, as opposed to your gender. Yeah. I like that. That's a good point. You don't always need to know somebody's sex assigned as birth if you're not their doctor or maybe their romantic partner. That's someone's private business. And yeah, it's determined really based off your body, your genitals, hormones, reproductive organs, um, chromosomes. And when we think about sex assigned at birth, we typically think of the male-female binary, but intersex people also exist because it's not just a set of you have either this or that, there could be combinations. So it's good to remember that binaries just don't exist. Unless you are a computer. Yeah. (laughs) To to go off what Mo Mo said and Nat said earlier, um, like um, with people transitioning, sometimes they're not gonna look like what you would typically, think of as like a male or a female and and sometimes you have to be careful around stuff like that so because at that point their their pronouns could be fluid at that point um at the start of the their transition they may want to be referred to as their their uh pronouns assigned at birth um and then once they're more comfortable they may switch pronouns so always always be careful when um when um, speaking the pronouns, because they may want you to change them at some point as well. Yeah, that's very important to note. And we'll 
maybe get into that a little bit later when talking about pronouns and their use in certain situations, being out and stuff. But before we even get to that, you're talking about um, transitioning. So I think it's important that we let the audience know uh, what that means in regards to cisgender people and transgender people. Um, well, so I'd say that transitioning is, it doesn't have to be physically transitioning your body to whichever, um, like whichever you personally align more with. It, it can be like a transition with, say, hormones or with, um, like how you present yourself, say, with the clothes that you wear or how you do your hair or your makeup or whatever, because it, gender is fluid. Every, everything when it comes to gender and sexuality and pronouns and even biological sex, that's fluid. There's not a binary when it comes to any of that. So transitioning like as a trans person, it's more of becoming who you are, whether it be physically or um, like how you present yourself rather than say, if someone's cisgender, which is uh, identifying with the, with the gender of the sex that they were assigned at birth. That's a weird way to put it, but- like, <laughs> No, is, you're good. And I can explain it. Yeah, so just a different way to, oh, go ahead. Sorry, uh, kind of going off of what Natalie had said was, um, like, you, it's also important to notice, like, the socially tra uh, transition as well. Like, um, asking your friends to use a different name, different pronouns. Um, it's, it's, like uh, Natalie had said, like, it's not just physically how you present yourself. Yeah, for sure because not everybody can or wants to medically or physically transition, whether that be through hormones or surgery or anything else. So just backing up just a little bit, for those who don't know, cisgender, like Nat was saying, uh, refers to somebody whose gender identity matches the sex that they were assigned at birth. And then so trans people refers to someone whose gender identity does not match with the sex assigned at birth. So let's say you were assigned female at birth and then you come to realize that you are actually non-binary. Then you could identify as trans, like me. So there you have it. And when we were talking about um, social transitioning and just the way that you might change your hair, makeup, your voice, your name, even your pronouns, those are all extensions of your gender and how you present to the world. And we call that gender expression. So just like a man that wears a dress would still be a man. We can think about the wearing a dress part as gender expression. Maybe that is a feminine man. You don't know exactly what's going on with them and their gender identity, but we can all express ourselves differently. So pronouns are a way of expressing yourself and your gender. But like I said, you can use gender neutral pronouns you could not have a preference, so it doesn't or always like strictly correlate to your gender. So I think we got the basics out of the way. Trans, cis, gender expression, sex designed at birth. And I just think an important thing to take away from this is that you should not conflate or confuse um, sex assigned at birth with gender identity because for cis people, Yes, that is the same thing, but for trans people, it's not. So you don't wanna always lump them into the same category. It could feel exclusionary to trans and gender non-conforming people. So another thing I wanted to talk about, um, pronouns in regards to who uses what. Um, a study by the Trevor Project, which is an LGBT organization found that 25% of queer youth use they, them pronouns or a combination of he, him, she, her, they, them, or neo pronouns. So it's a little bit more common than you might think um, because a lot of people just assume that she and her are the most common ones and what everybody uses, but that's actually not true. 
and nearly two thirds of queer youth who use pronouns outside of the binary opt to use combinations of he, him, she, her, and they, them. Kind of like how Nat or Jack said that, you know, she or they or whatever, you know, some type of combination. And when we're talking about neo pronouns, which is something we'll discuss more later, 4% um, of queer youth reported to use neo pronouns or combinations of these terms. And it might be something you have never heard of before, but it just goes to show there are actually people out there that use it. So let's talk about why pronouns are important. Does anyone wanna speak to that maybe? Why it's important to you? Um, kind of like what I had said earlier is that like pronouns make you feel good like when you use the right ones. It just makes you feel more comfy. Yeah, it's very affirming. I agree. Yeah. Makes me feel happy when someone uses the right pronouns for me. I think I think the best way to describe it is like nobody wants to feel like they were in other. They want to feel like like they fit in some somehow. Um, and they want other people to feel like they want them to feel like other people accept them. So that's the one of the main reasons I, I see it as. Um, so just just that sort of validation is the main thing a lot of people go for when expressing the, the pronouns. Yeah, great point, Jack. Uh, it really validates people to use their correct pronouns. So just simply respecting other people and, and how they feel about themselves. That's a good enough reason for me to use someone's correct pronouns. So another thing that I wanted to uh, bring up, and I just want to say a trigger warning here, just for a mention of like mental health and suicide. So a lot of LGBTQ plus youth do deal with more mental health struggles because of the hostile environments that they might be raised in and the dangerous situations they might be put in because of their identity and not being accepted. But the Trevor Project reports that trans and gender nonconforming youth who reported having their pronouns respected by all or most of the people in their lives attempted suicide at half the rate of those who did not have their pronouns respected. So when it comes down to it, this is a matter of life and death. It's that important, like respecting people can really make a difference in their life. So you might think it's not a big deal, but maybe just consider the effect that it could have on someone's mental health and how affirming and great it could be to be a positive and supportive person in their life. So on a lighter note, let's talk about maybe how you would go about using your pronouns or do you introduce yourself with them? How do you all go about this? Um, personally, I usually wear like a pronoun pin either like on my shirt or my hat, my backpack. Um, and whenever someone like refers to me with the wrong pronoun, I kind of gently remind them like, hey, I use he, him pronouns, not she, her. Would you mind kind of using those ones? Yeah, I kind of um, like when I introduce myself to people, uh, if it's like people in my class or something like that, I'll be like, oh, yeah, just by the way, um, my pronouns are they, them, theirs, um, because I personally present very feminine most of the time, uh, just because that's what I'm comfortable with a lot of the time. Um, so I just will usually say it. Um, and if someone like trips up, I'll, I'll just be like, oh, hey, uh, just by the way, my pronouns are they, them, and not she, her. Um, I can understand where you made the mistake though. Yeah, I think it could be a casual thing, like just having it on a pin, or if you're at a place where everyone's new and you're using name tags, uh, you know, write your pronouns underneath your name. Or just simply when you're introducing yourself to somebody, your name quickly followed by your pronouns, um, it's just a great way to put that out there before anyone starts making assumptions and introducing yourself with your pronouns. It gives everybody else in the space the opportunity to self-identify and it's just a great first step towards respecting people's gender and creating a more welcoming space for everybody. So you're taking that first step by saying, hey, let's introduce ourselves with pronouns. And if everyone else is comfortable, then they feel like, okay, this is a place where my gender and my identity will be respected. 
has anybody had maybe like a professor or a chef or something um, ask for pronouns or have you had to correct them? Um, I had an English teacher, uh, I think last year that had asked for everyone's pronouns. Um, and like I had, uh, I had emailed them uh, ahead of time saying what my pronouns were, but it just made me feel so much more comfortable that she took the time to acknowledge that not everyone uses pronouns that might match whatever they're currently presenting as. Um, just giving people that opportunity just made me so happy. Yes, we love that. Definitely think educators and people who take attendance and say names and refer to students, it'd be great if they really just gave that opportunity. Like when you get a roster, maybe call out the last names because sometimes the name that's on there might be someone's legal name, but not what they like to be called. So it's great for that reason. And then also just giving someone the opportunity to, you know, share their pronouns. I think that's really great. And it'd be cool if we saw more teachers and I mean, people in general just doing that. And so if you are sharing your pronouns and maybe someone doesn't share theirs back with you, that's okay. Sometimes people don't feel comfortable sharing, but there are tons of respectful ways to ask somebody about their pronouns. Just like, oh, hey, sorry, I forgot to ask. Um, I use they, them pronouns, how about you? Or let's say you're in the middle of a conversation or it's literally been months since you met this person and you're still unsure, you could just say, hey, can you remind me which pronouns do you use? And it's not disrespectful, it's actually the opposite. It's showing that you do care and you don't wanna you know, offend them or hurt them in any way. And it's just like, if you forgot somebody's name, would you just simply call them the wrong name? No, you would just say, hey, it's a little embarrassing, but I forgot, what's your name? Or you never told me your name. How about you share it with me so we can continue having conversations? Yeah, to, to go off of that, like, if you don't have a time to present yourself or you don't really know their pronouns, like, try to get it casually in the conversation until, mm -hmm. until you get to that point. Like, either call, call them by the name of, like, or if you're talking about them to somebody else, like, talk about what they look like. So, and, and then when you have the, the time to, to go and ask them themselves, bring it up in casual conversation. Because you don't want to make, like, a huge deal out of it, make a mountain over a molehill. You, you want it to be a casual exchange. You don't want to be, like, this thing blown out of a portion, like, what's your pronoun? I need to know right now. It's, hey, nice to meet you. Or, hey, let me tell you, tell, tell me, can you tell me your pronouns? Mine's a, uh, uh, he, him, what's yours? That's that sort of thing. I think another way to kind of um, ask someone what their pronouns are is like, if you're like, if you feel like it's awkward to ask them, you could always like look for pronoun pins, ask one of their friends if you don't feel comfortable confronting confronting the person themselves. Um, just like if you're kind of awkward at social interactions, like I know I am. Same. <laughs> ask someone else. Yeah, that's most of us. <laughs> yeah, great point, Simon. Um, because sometimes somebody might not feel comfortable asking or sharing, but there's definitely plenty of ways to make sure you're still being respectful. And let's say somebody, you know, you didn't have the chance to ask them. Uh, I personally, I know this may differ among some people, but my opinion is that uh, they, them, the singular they, them can be used in a gender neutral way to refer to somebody if maybe you don't know their pronouns or they don't have a preference or Maybe it's someone you just met casually and you know, you're never gonna see them again. You're not gonna go look them up and track them down and say, hey, what are your pronouns? I need to refer to you in this short anecdote. Uh, you know, I think the singular they, them is something that we use so often and might not even realize it. So for all the people who get all up in arms about the grammar of it, well, first of all, stop. It's become so like <laughs> normalized now that like everyone yeah. uses they, them for people that they don't know their gender, which I think is great. I love it. It yeah. was just One. about to say that, <laughs> um, Julia. I was I was just about to say that. Like, if you if you don't know somebody's pronouns, it's probably safe to um, to use they them 
instead of like just assuming based upon their appearance because that might not be how they identify. You're so right, yeah. Things like a name, appearance, a voice. Yeah, maybe that's not the best to assume to go off of these things because these can be an expression of someone's gender, but let's not make assumptions just based off that. It's better to just get it straight from the person. So mm. let's say not everybody really feels comfortable or even safe sharing their pronouns. And there's a lot of reasons that this may happen. Maybe the person is questioning their gender and questioning the pronouns that they use and they're just not ready to share. Or maybe they're in a space where they just don't feel safe sharing at this time. Um, it could be a space where if the person is trans, they're not out yet. And by saying what their pronouns are, it will reveal their trans identity and thus put them at a potential dangerous risk for harassment after sharing this. So you should never force anybody to share their pronouns or make it required because there are plenty of valid reasons why somebody wouldn't want to share. So like we were saying before, they, them is a good gender neutral option. Um, and then also you don't have to use pronouns. You can use the noun, the name. It might sound a little bit awkward in a sentence structure, like Mo went to get Mo's book and had lunch at Mo's house all by Mo's self. It might sound a little weird, but it's better than assuming based on anything, any physical characteristics, what pronouns Mo uses. If Mo didn't want to share, then we just call Mo, Mo. And it's that simple. Yeah, also, um, if you are asking about pronouns, um, and maybe you might be like feel comfortable sharing yours, um, which is great, good for you. Um, don't be like, rude about it in any way either because like for a lot of people like coming out is a really difficult thing um I know like I was lucky and had supportive friends who I could just be like hey um I use they them pronouns now and they were like oh great yeah that's fine but a lot of people don't have that same experience as me um and so like just being respectful and don't out people either, like always ask um, like, oh, is it okay if I refer to you with these pronouns uh, if we're out around other people who we may not necessarily be as familiar with? Um, just generally be respectful and uh, try to avoid outing people. Um, and if they don't feel comfortable sharing their pronouns, don't force it out of them. That's not a good way to get someone to come out. You make such a good point, Mo, and I have a little story to share. So my roommates are all non-binary. We all use they, them pronouns. So that's pretty cool of us. But when I was moving up, uh, my roommates texted me in a group chat saying, hey, I know you're moving up here with your parents. Do they know that you use they, them pronouns? How should we refer to you when they're around? And it meant so much to me that they asked because coming out isn't always easy and it wasn't really a, a clear and one and done thing for me so it's still kind of a gray area with my parents and I said they might refer to me with she her pronouns but I'm very non-confrontational and you don't have to correct them in other situations you could correct people and I'd be like wow thanks thanks for sticking up for me but this is a situation where I don't feel super comfortable yet so however they refer to me whatever you guys can still refer to me as they, them, and that's what would make me feel comfortable during this time. And it was a little bit of a nuanced situation, but they were all super understanding. Um, and it's just something that made me feel so welcomed and comfortable around them. And I think just asking people about maybe certain situations at work, in class, stuff like that, um, or at home, you don't know how out somebody might be because it's not always uh, a yes or no or black or white type of thing. So that's just my little story. And I think that goes back to um, not just the members of the pride community, like being informed, but also informing um, the allies, our allies, letting people be, getting people informed about the situation and make it so they can be more understanding about um, 
everybody everybody who's going through these situations because because like we've said um it's more it's more uncommon than than you know and just just having that type of understanding makes someone's day a little bit brighter yeah exactly i think it's important for everyone to know if you're lgbtq or not um, because we're all interacting with one another and we're all referring to each other and using language. So it's really something that everybody should know, but not to feel shamed if you don't, because we aren't all born with this kind of education. That's why we're doing things like this, just to spread some awareness and share some resources. Um, and I just wanted to say one more thing about this. Uh, pronouns aren't preferred. That's something that we've heard a lot of, I feel like recently. What are your preferred pronouns? They're but required. They're required, right, Simon. And using the term, what are your preferred pronouns, especially around trans people and not cis people, it makes them feel like you're saying using their pronouns and respecting their gender is optional. If you wouldn't say to a cis person, what are your preferred pronouns? Then why would you say it to a trans person? So. It's just pronouns, they're required. Just say, what are your pronouns? These are my pronouns. It's not a preference, it's just what it is. It's just who I am. And that's that on that. Okay, now that that's out of the way, I just had to say that. <laughs> um, we talked about this a little before, like Mo uh, brought up, you know, how to just quickly maybe correct somebody if they do use the wrong pronoun. So we're gonna talk a little bit about how to recover when you make a mistake. And this can happen to anybody, uh, allies, even trans people when referring to other trans people, it can happen. You can mess up someone's pronouns, it can be hard. And you know, we all make mistakes, but you just have to hold accountability for yourself. Um, and just another term that I think I should mention, um, misgendering, that is when you use a pronoun or other word like a gender identifying term other than the one a person has asked you to use and it can make them feel unwelcome invisible or even unsafe so misgendering when we're talking about pronouns is when you use the wrong pronouns for somebody so just wanted to preface with that so how do you all go about correcting someone if they misgender you or maybe correcting uh, I think you know, Julia froze. Yeah, I think they froze. Um, oh no. Hello, can you Hello? hear me? <laughs> yes. Yeah, you froze for a second. You for a second, yeah. All right, uh, what did I last say? I think it was misgendering is. Cool, <laughs> cool, cool, cool. All right, well, misgendering is when you use the wrong pronoun for somebody, uh, and it can make them feel bad, safe, unsafe, um, and unwelcome. So you want to use the right pronouns and gender somebody correctly. So that's all you missed when my internet sucked. Um, and then I was just going to say, uh, does anyone want to share any like experiences they have or how they would go about correcting someone if they get misgendered or your friend gets misgendered or someone you don't know gets misgendered and you want to speak up? And usually what I do is just after they say whatever pronoun or name, I just kind of like blurt out what the person's actual pronoun or name is. Um, it, it helps to not try to explain yourself when you misgender someone either on purpose or on accident. I'd hope it's not on purpose. Um, <laughs> But like, you don't want to go into like this long spiel about like, oh, I've known you for this many years and it's hard for me to adjust. Like, we know that, but this isn't, this isn't the time to like explain why, because it's just, you just need to correct yourself and move on because it's just making things more awkward. Oh, I've known you for your whole life. Boo hoo, get over it. Correct yourself <laughs> and move on. Also shouldn't use your age to try and like justify why like either you need like more time to adjust or something like I've heard that before like I I worked with uh this woman who was probably like not even 60 so like oh like I'm from an older generation like you got to give me a little more slack here like I understand that your generation wasn't as like I don't want to say like not into it, but Maybe like just not, not as aware. knowledgeable as yeah, yeah. 
Like, your age isn't an excuse. Pronouns still existed. Just the fact that you maybe didn't know as many people who use they, them pronouns then. Like, doesn't mean that there weren't people who did that. um, Or maybe people who didn't feel comfortable identifying as male or female, but didn't know the word for it. Didn't know that there was a gender neutral form of they, them. Um, doesn't doesn't mean that it wasn't a thing. It it just means that it wasn't a time in which it was necessarily accepted. Because yeah. you didn't know doesn't mean they didn't exist. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Trans people have always existed. And right? like, yeah. <laughs> like Simon was saying, you know, it's not the time when you misgender someone to unload all of your guilty feelings and and your justifications. It's not the time. It shouldn't be the time. If you want to have a conversation later about like, hey, you know, I'm real, I'm really working hard on this. Uh, you know, it's something that's taking me some time, and I, you know, I'm trying. It's it's new to me. That's totally fine. But in yeah, the middle of a conversation, when you mess up and somebody calls you out, don't get defensive. A great thing to say is either sorry and then correct yourself and continue with the sentence or thank you and continue with the sentence because someone correcting you uh, is, is something that you should be thankful for because they're just trying to help you and they want to see you do better and you should also want to do better. Like if someone corrected you on like a math problem, you wouldn't say like, sorry, I thought this, that, and the other thing. You just say, okay, that's the answer. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a fact, not an opinion at this point. Yes. Yes. Pronouns aren't preferred. They're not an opinion. They're a fact. It's math. (laughs) They are how someone identifies. Pronouns are required. (laughs) And when you mess up, or if you mess up, then just be like, I thanks. And move on. Continue on with the conversation because it's you don't want to make too much out out of say a problem that you created that can be easily resolved yeah definitely like if you misgender someone don't get defensive about it um because like we all know that at least most of the time you didn't mean it and you didn't mean to misgender us. You just might've slipped up. Um, So we're not going to get mad. We're just kind of gently reminding you like, Oh, Hey, just letting you know, remember I use these pronouns now. We're not like getting defensive. We aren't going to get mad at you. um, So you don't need to get defensive in response to us correcting you. Um, because it happens, we know it happens. And it's not something that we can necessarily control. Yeah, it happens. Mistakes happen. Uh, Hopefully you're not intentionally misgendering someone because that's just disrespectful. But you know, sometimes when you're thinking or when you're talking, you're not thinking. I mean, you should be, but you know, sometimes the words just come out and then you're like, oops, backspace, correct it and move on. Um, I had an experience in one of my uh, classes recently and I was talking about something and then somebody else said like, oh yeah, what she said, blah, 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 blah. And then in the chat, I was just like, oh, by the way, I use they, them pronouns. And honestly, it was like a big moment for me because it was to everybody in the Zoom. And I didn't want to just like call out that one person because then it would happen again. So Remember that when someone shares their pronouns with you, especially a trans person, it's a thing that can take courage. So, and then the person that misgendered me said, okay, thanks, I'll try and remember. And I was like, wow, they said, thank you. That made me feel really good about something that I was so nervous to type in a Zoom chat that, you know, was something that they weren't even thinking about and they didn't even mean it because how would they know? I didn't introduce myself with my pronouns, so. They assumed, which, you know, maybe they shouldn't have, but I corrected them, they said thanks, and then it didn't happen again. And if it did happen again, I'd just gently remind them again. And, you know, that's life. 
So I wanted to add a small thing. If you do intentionally misgender someone, I will fight you personally. Yeah, yeah this whole squad on this podcast will find you. These you. fists were made for fight. <laughs> I, uh, I saw this one TikTok the other day that um, this guy said, like, if you purposely misgender or disrespect my LGBTQ plus friends, I will find you and I will remove your kneecaps. <laughs> I will yeah, there's a lot of knees. there is a lot of uh danger to kneecaps if you misgender people online um <laughs> like that's one one of the only threats i see is I mean, I either break your kneecaps steal your kneecaps a lot of violence against your, kneecaps your knees will be uncapped <laughs> we are nice people we use non-lethal here yes non-lethal <laughs> we, we, exactly I, I'm a pacifist. And Why do we have to use I just non- want to greatly inconvenience you because you've inconvenienced us. <laughs> That's what it comes down to. Yeah. As you can see, we're all very protective of each other and, and how we all feel. You know, Jack, that's what it all comes down to. We're just a, a community of people who protect and support each other and we're willing to go to great lengths to protect each other. <laughs> I like to think of all of us as a family, even mm. if I don't know you guys that well. Aww. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you guys. Okay. Oh, another thing. I'm from Long Island. And a term that we say instead of y'all is you guys. And it's so yeah. natural to me that when I came to college, I like started to check myself because I'm like, some people see the term guys as an inherently masculine term and don't want to be referred to that way. Some people don't care and it's just like y'all or whatever, like how I say it. But every time I say that, I'm like, ooh, I, that's maybe putting some gender assumptions up in my language. I did that a lot. I just did it. (laughs) Like, um, I used to do that a lot too, but once I started um, going to like OT meetings, um, they really pushed for us to say y'all instead of like you guys, ladies and gentlemen, um, which I think is, is great for them to be doing. It's, it's so more, inc- it's so much more inclusive for us to like say y'all and other like non-gendered um, terms when referring to people that we don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had, a, I had a teacher in high school who um, my friend at the time was out as non-binary and using they them pronouns uh, for everybody and so I had a history teacher who we were in class together and she knew my friend's pronouns and went out of her way to try to remember to use like gender neutral ways to address the class because she would always say ladies and gentlemen and then she was like oh that's not correct anymore um, I will change it. And so she would go out of her way to try to remember. It. And if she said, ladies and gentlemen, like immediately she would be like, oh, wait, not that. <laughs> and correct herself, which I thought was kind of awesome. Is gals and non-binary pals. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if you guys watch um, Thomas Sanders, who always like starts his videos with like guys, gals, and non-binary pals, which I think is what you were saying, Nat? Yeah. Not yeah. That, that was there. from him. But okay. <laughs> from from my knowledge, it started with Thomas Sanders. Is or he just uses it very often. I feel like Maybe, I always yeah. associate that with him because he, yeah, like Simon was saying, he always starts his videos like that. And just normalizing that is cool. That's how I would address our um, like pride Google classroom in high school because I would always, I was the secretary, so I always made the announcements. Um, and I would say, hey, guys, gals, and non-binary pals. And my, our, like, advisor finally picked up on it. He was like, where did you find that? That's awesome. <laughs> I think I'm going to use that in the next um, email that I send out to Pride Alliance. Instead of just, hi, everyone. Hi, all. You got to spice it's so it up inclusive. a little. I think fun. there was another one going around where it was, like, um, ladies and gentle thems. I love that. <laughs> gentle folk right there. Yeah, ladies and gentle thems. Oh, Another one it. of my favorites is um, I, I saw this thing online that it was like ways to 
be gender inclusive when addressing a room um and wanted it was just gays and disdainfully others <laughs> <laughs> friends enemies <laughs> um question before i say this am i allowed to use maybe not so nice words <laughs> put it in the chat we'll see let's see if you got a stamp of approval i'm censoring you <laughs> when Nat gets on that um I'll, i i i like to say um i personally like to use folks how, how are you doing folks or, or, or the stu- uh, that type of term when it, cause especially since i work retail so i see a lot of people so it's not like i can ask each each person um if their pronouns when they come come up to me to and i work with them so just uh just by by saying folks, it's it's an easy way to, you know, not get into conversation with every customer you meet or any person you meet. You're so right, Jack. And um, when Nat was going to say was explicit, she is being censored. But on that <laughs> note, let's talk about something else. <laughs> no, because you guys are you guys, y'all, folks, you people. <laughs> You're all saying such wonderful things, but I didn't want to forget. Uh, I just wanted to mention uh, neo-pronouns, which is something that is even like less common and maybe even less heard of than gender neutral, they, thems, but it's a thing. So the term neo-pronoun refers to pronoun sets developed in the 20th century or sometimes early 19th century to today. Um, And you may or may not have heard of them before, but like I said, 4% of LGBTQ youth uh, use them or some combination of them. So uh, neo-pronouns tend to be gender neutral, but they might be specifically meant to indicate a trans or a non-binary person, Um, but really they could be used for a person of any gender, just like any pronouns can. And just one reason that people do use these, because you might be like, why make up new words? Well, it's because certain pronouns do have a strong connotation. You think she, you think woman. You think they, you think non-binary. So coming up with neo-pronouns, there's just less of a societal connection with the gender based on the word. Um, and I think that's really creative and cool of the trans and gender non-conforming community. I think we're pretty awesome. So I just wanted to give one example, and there's so many out there that you could do your own research on, um, is the Z Zier pronoun set. So it's spelt Z-E, slash Z-I-R. So an example here, we're talking about someone called Sam. Sam is an artist. Z is also a writer and wrote that as yourself. Those ideas are Zers. I like both Zer ideas. It might sound a little funny at first. Maybe I haven't heard of that before. Maybe it sounds like a different language, but language is always evolving. And, you know, we can come up with new words because they're needed in our society. And if you hear someone using neo-pronouns, try your hardest uh, to maybe understand them, practice them. I don't know if anyone knows anybody that uses neo-pronouns. Um, has anybody heard of a pal or, or a person that uses neo-pronouns? I have not yet. Yeah. I don't know anyone who uses neo-pronouns, but I remember in like eighth grade, <laughs> we were doing a creative writing unit and my teacher gave us a list of all of the neo-pronouns that she could find which I thought was kind of cool Um, because she was like you could have characters that identify as this or you could be reading a book and see these sometimes so here here's a list of all of the neo-pronouns and I don't I don't think she had put like (laughs) what gender they typically uh are associated with because they aren't associated really with a gender. That's um, the whole point, and I love that. Yes, but I I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, I just remembered that a few weeks ago that I was like, oh wait, I have that still somewhere <laughs> that she had given me. Um, it's probably not in my dorm. <laughs> wow, I love that. Actually, one of my roommates. 
I said, we're all non-binary. We all use they, them pronouns. One of my roommates uses a combo of they, them, or ZZ or pronouns. And when somebody uses multiple pronouns or different sets, um, one thing that you can maybe try and practice is using a combination of both. It can show that, you know, you are paying attention and you're not just thinking of them as a person that uses this pronoun and maybe reducing their identity to just one part of it. So if someone says, oh, I use she, they pronouns, mix it up a little bit, you know? You don't have to, but that could be a cool and fun thing to do for them. Just saying, just a tip. Does anybody have any more maybe tips and advice on how to practice using pronouns and the right things? Uh, like I love what we were talking about before, folks, y'all, things like that, always trying to use some kind of gender neutral greeting to an audience. Um, also something that I've heard online is um, like whenever you're, if you're like talking about someone or like even like obviously be careful if you're talking to someone who knows this person and they're not out to this person be like respectful and don't out them but like if you're telling a like funny story about your friend who maybe uses different pronouns than or like who just came out to you as using different pronouns try to use those pronouns when telling that story to whoever you're telling it to. Um, like I have a friend who recently came out to me and told me that he was switching his pronouns. So now whenever I talk about him to my friends here who don't know him, I use he, him pronouns as opposed to the pronouns that he used previously. I think that's great and super important. You know, your friend wouldn't know if you misgendered him and it's still important to, that's a, that's a great way to practice. Not that there's, I guess, less pressure, but you know, he's not there to hear if you mess up. So maybe it's a little bit less pressure that way, but you still wanna, you know, refer to someone correctly even when they're not there. It's like, you wouldn't wanna talk about someone behind their back. You wanna not, wouldn't wanna do them dirty like that. So use the right pronouns and just practice. Uh, practice makes perfect, you know? Or practice makes good enough. You just try your best. And it can be, I guess, a little hard, as we said, when somebody comes out to you as trans or maybe you're just meeting somebody new and they use they, them pronouns and you've never met someone that uses they, them pronouns before. Uh, it's, it's a new thing, you know, that's just something that you're gonna have to practice. So we understand mistakes happen, but just pick yourself up, correct yourself and just keep going and just keep trying. Does anybody else have any other advice? So, so when when we're talking about like using proper pronouns, the the protocol is just do it. <laughs> like use what somebody tells you. If you slip up, okay. Hopefully they're not around. <laughs> um, yeah, you it, it, just do it. <laughs> Yeah, Nike, just do it. Yeah, exactly. It's, it, it's like kind of like writing someone's name. Like you just get to keep keep thinking about about the name, and eventually you know. Remember, it. it's basically the same thing with pronouns. You keep thinking, like making the connection to a person, and then eventually it's gonna come. It's a process. It's not something you just just learn right on the spot. It's a. It's like like anything new you learn. It's gonna take some time, but exactly. you know you just gotta take it one step at a time. Yes. My uh, my friend recently came out as gender fluid, and um, what what I um, did to help me make sure that I didn't misgender them was I first of all changed their preferred name and everything that I have like Snapchat texting, and I also put their pronouns like right after their name so that I like subconsciously remember that any time that I'm referring to them I need to use these specific pronouns. I love that. That's so good. Like in Zoom right now, uh, I put 
Julia as my first name and they, them as my last name, (laughs) because that's something that, you know, it just shows up right there. It's kind of like a name tag and that's something I'm sharing, but you know, you can also make notes to yourself, like in someone's contacts, be like, oh, in the notes, just put they, them or she, her or whatever it is. Um, Just like as a reminder to yourself. I think that's a great idea, Simon. Like, like, like when you meet, a new person you can like say if you get their phone number be all old school <laughs> get their phone number and like as like after their name put their pronouns because you know there's i know that on android there's a um like there's a slot for last name i don't typically use it unless i'm putting somebody's pronouns in there that's great the other thing is um I've noticed that people are starting to normalize like everyone putting pronouns in like their uh, Instagram bios, Facebook, TikToks, like even if they're not trans, like cis people are doing it too, which helps immensely with the entire trans community, normalizing, um, putting your pronouns in like your bio or like if you're sending an email, anything. Yes, you make such a good point. I'm glad you brought that up. Um, I think putting pronouns in your email signature, your social media bio, any handles that you have, whatever. If you're cis or if you're trans, you know, that's a great idea, especially for cis people, because this whole conversation that we're having, some people don't even think about this. Some cis people just go about their lives not even thinking about pronouns every single day. And for some trans people, it's all they think about in every social interaction. So by having cis people, be active allies by sharing their pronouns, it signals that, okay, I feel comfortable around this person. And it also makes it so that a person who shares their pronoun is not automatically thought to be trans. It's not just a trans thing to do. It's something that we should all do because we're not supposed to be making assumptions. Um, If we think someone's cis, if we think someone's trans, if we think they use these pronouns. Uh, So that's, a great little call to action for any any cisgender people out there who want to be better allies. Put your pronouns in your bio. Um, it'll really make a difference to any trans and gender non-conforming people that you come into contact with. So that being said, yeah, um, I know one of one of the uh, best things that like happened when I first came out. Um, cause I came out over the summer to my friends, um, and I was at my OT meeting for summer orientation and the like orientation leader was like, okay, say your name. And if you feel comfortable, share what pronouns you use. And they both shared their preferred pronoun, not their preferred pronouns, their pronouns. Um, and they were like, if you feel comfortable, share yours. And then they like made a point to refer to people by their pronouns as well, which I thought was great and very awesome of them to do. When, so, uh, when I was uh, one of the OLs, not last summer, but the summer before, um, me and my partner, we kind of pushed for um, like taking attendance. We'd call out their last name and ask them their first name and whatever pronouns that they felt comfortable sharing. Um, which I, I tried to like spread to other groups and I think most of them did it. Um, but that's because my O team leaders before me, who I did um, orientation with, they had also done that. And I think that's a great tradition that everyone's been continuing. Which is great. That is great. Those are two great examples. I have a not so great example of like what not to do. Someone who had like good intentions, but didn't really get the idea. So where I used to work, me and one of my coworkers were, are, we're still non-binary and use they, them pronouns. Um, And we went around one day, it was kind of awkward, but you know, my supervisor had good intentions and she said, okay, let's all like say our name and our pronouns. And then I think I went first or my other non-binary coworker went first. We said our name and then they, them, whatever. People went around, they said it. And then the supervisor, the one who suggested it, didn't share her pronouns. It was like, you had the idea, but 
the whole sharing your pronouns thing, it's not just for the two trans people, because then it kind of puts us like, you know, sticking out like a sore thumb. Like if we all do it, then it's more normal. So she had the right idea, but didn't really get the follow through. So, you know, if you're cis, share your pronouns. Great taste, not so great execution. (laughs) Exactly. So I think we've given y'all some some great ideas, some great tips uh, for how to be an ally, some some good information about some basic LGBTQ plus terms, gender, sex assigned at birth, pronouns, neo-pronouns even. Um, and it's just really important that you respect someone's pronouns. We all shared why. Why it's important to us, the community as a whole, um, just respect. It's that simple. Human decency. Just be nice to each other. <laughs> so I wanted to share a couple of resources before we sign off uh, where I got some of this information from, because like I said, we're not always born with this information. You got to do a little research. Um, so there are some websites that I'd like to share. The first is mypronouns.org. There's also pronounsday.org. And those are a lot specifically to pronouns, obviously. And then some great resources for the LGBTQ plus community in general is transstudent.org and glsen.org. Also the Trevor Project, who I mentioned before, um, is a great resource for mental health and queer people. Uh, They have a lot on their website. It's thetrevorproject.org. And we'll share the links to these somehow. However, podcasts can share links. (laughs) It would probably be in the description. That sounds good to me. (laughs) Would anybody else like to add something before we say goodnight? Um, hmm. So I kind of want to share this, but I'm a little bit on the fence. I think I'm just going to go ahead with it anyway. All right, no pressure. Um, So we were talking about sex assigned at birth uh, a little while ago, and Julia mentioned that intersex people exist, um, which is, say, you're not born with, like, like, say, one set of of bits, or, like, um, the, 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 the parts that make certain hormones. I myself was born intersex and my sex signed at birth was assigned to me. It was chosen for me. (laughs) Um, I wasn't given a choice, but you know, I have chosen to reject that and substitute my own. (laughs) So, you know, it's, um, I think the kids say lit. I think the kids do say that. Indeed, Natalie, indeed. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for sharing. Um, you know, I think it's really important, like, especially for cis straight people, uh, one thing about like coming out and just whatever, it's just like knowing a trans person, knowing an intersex person, a gay person, a bi person, an ace person, whatever, like being like, oh, wow, that cool person I know is actually intersex. Wow, cool, they do exist and she's awesome like you know so there's never any pressure to out yourself or share your identity but thanks for doing that because you're great and all of you guys are great y'all folks oh my god (laughs) i'm trying you're trying and it's it's going great (laughs) thank you and just just gonna move on from that so folks we are going to wrap it up for now and I just want to say thank you again to JWU Live for reaching out for this great opportunity. Uh, be sure to follow JWU Radio on Instagram and check out their other shows. And if, while you're on Instagram, you might as well follow JWU Pride Alliance 2021 on Instagram just to see what events and programs that we have are coming up. And we have weekly meetings every Wednesday at 6 p.m. on Zoom. We got some great events coming up and that's it for now. Thank you all for listening. Pronouns are required. Yeah.
Thank you so much. <laughs> this is President Skylar Batts of JWU Live Radio. And I just wanted to thank you guys so much for listening to the first episode of Pridecast by the Pride Alliance at Johnson & Wales. I also wanted to throw out a s- shout out to our sponsors, Sin Desserts, Granny Squibs, Top Shelf Podcast, Frisky Fries, Dash Bicycle, Nice Slice, Frog and Toad, Coont, Patty J, Hungry Ghost Press, and Providence Deep Underground. Thank you guys so much for helping us continue what we have started here. And we hope to hear you back from all of you to see our next episode of Pridecast. Thanks for listening. Thank you.